Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello. Oh, hello, everyone. Hello, Brooke. <laughs> hello. I don't know what the quality is. weird. I feel like I'm screaming. This is fascinating. Um, because okay. you, you, I just like lost your voice a little bit, but I doubt I did in the recording, you know? Interesting. That, this is all things I'm like very interested in, mm-hmm. in looking. We're, so I am, hey. Ham- <laughs> hamstring ourselves. We're, we're making our own guinea pigs. Hi, Brooke. Hi, Do you want to try? <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Um, welcome to Splat, <laughs> Splat, the, the podcast. podcast, where me, Brooke, and me, Bridget, talk about Sex, sex and the City. city. <laughs> you guys should know that every time that Bridget, oh, sorry, 10 years younger. <laughs> and 20 years later, I was like, do we just skip that part now? <laughs> you guys should know that, um, every time Bridget, like, wants you guys to hear something she comes closer to the computer I on Skype. In. it's silly but it's in a good instinct I think okay so we're on episode 10 we are guys no, hang on that's not even the important part here I know this is a sex in the city podcast but the real thing to oh, talk about no. is that you've been in LA for a week I've been in LA for a week sorry I'm give- trying to figure out how to like that's okay. We're doing tech things. We're doing catch up things. We're doing podcast things. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go look at Brooke's latest, a Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I'm ready to go. What was your question? My question was just talk to me about LA highlights, please. Can you give me some highlights of the last week? That's what I would like. Yeah, I, um, I have been mostly just chilling at home nesting and I've been I've been logging like 10 to 11 hours of sleep a night which is that's incredible well think about how little sleep you've gotten for the last like three and a half years of your life five years (laughs) literally (laughs) yeah so I'm just like okay because I don't start so I, I I don't hopefully I'll start next week but I'm just like pretty much on like a two week vacation Mm-hmm. which is also deserved so, you I'm shouldn't feel here. guilty I, have a, I feel a little guilty about it I just like purposeless so it doesn't like feel real here right. but right it's been good I'm I'm enjoying having a cat um I still have a roommate named Alex so things <laughs> are going well Fred is the most beautiful cat alive and Alex is Lebo so that helps right Alex is Lebo, so that helps. He loves to watch reality TV as much as I do, so it's nice to, like, have someone that still does that. Another highlight, just really quick, is that um, the crossword puzzle comes out at 7 here. So I have, like, more time in my day to do the crossword. 
and uh, the next day's crossword, which like I've been finishing them like before the night is up, which is sort of like then I'm like, what am I supposed to do? But <laughs> during the day, but I don't have the like train time to do the crossword, so it's sort of like, and once I'm like moving and up and about, yeah, it's been good. I'm I like can't believe I'm here. I drove to the beach. That was nice. Brooke sent me a lovely photo that made me so very jealous. You're in such a different place now than you were a, a week. week ago here. <laughs> I know. So different. I know. It's insane. And I'm taking that. I'm like, I haven't drank since Saturday. I'm yes. like, I'm just like, I'm flossing. I'm taking care. I'm like going to bed that at a reasonable time. And not the dance moves, kiddos. The dance moves. <laughs> Bridgie, this how your is way harder. Um, it's been good. I I mean, yeah, you know, it's um work is very crazy this week, which mm-hmm. doesn't mean bad necessarily, um, but it has been very intense. But it, the fun part of that is that like I've been I've been able to like be instrumental in some things and that feels good. Um Life is kooky. <laughs> I miss you. I miss you. Um, a lot of people. I told Brooke this the day she moved, but like that day and since, so like everyone in my life has asked me, including my because I my coworkers knew my best friend was moving. <laughs> um, but like everyone has asked me. Everyone has expressed how like brave they think it is and how cool and exciting and like people keep being like do you miss her and my response <laughs> which I think is true is like yes I do but also I think I'm gonna it's gonna hit me in like uh like two more weeks you know when I like really wish you were here for something well, yeah because well also like we don't we see each other like maybe once twice a week, a week. Yeah, twice a week max if we're like hanging yeah. out outside yeah no it's true yeah. I mean, I've told a lot of people this, that, like, I probably will talk to them. I've talked to, like, people whose, like, phone calls I've, like, avoided when I've been in New York. I'm like, oh, I should probably, like, answer this phone call. Mm-hmm. Well, you're in a different place. New mindset, new everything, you know. Um, But I'm good. Yeah. I think jiu-jitsu is, like, the best thing I've ever done for myself. <laughs> I am so excited about that for you. <laughs> I... Like, not to get ahead of myself, I just, like, see the benefits of it already, and I feel, like, the strength of the the community and the people, and I, like, I know I've made a good impression, which is important to me. I love praise, and I get it, which is important to me. I feel, like, strong and powerful, which is important to me, so life is... Life is a bitch, you know, but like also there are really good, cool people and things out there. That's all, you know. (laughs) I'm so excited for you to have jujitsu. I feel like jujitsu for you is going to be like, you're going to be a jujitsu teacher in a year. I'm calling it. (laughs) I did think about it in class the other day, but there's no way. (laughs) I quit my job, but I do think this is going to be important to me and something I do for a long time, as long as I can like make it work. Um, Which is as Kim Gunn says. Oh, God, I miss him. I say as <laughs> most personal friends. <laughs> she thought Bridget misses me. Bridget really misses I Tim really Gunn. I really miss Tim Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> forever. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's great. And I, 
also have had like the equivalent. I realized I didn't say this to you earlier when I was trying to figure all this tech stuff out. I've had the equivalent of a bottle of Prosecco tonight. So a work friend, my like good friend in the knee, which explains really a lot. Really buried the lead there. Huh? <laughs> I don't feel it as a thing. Like I know there's a bottle of Prosecco in me and it's coming out in sweet ways, but I'm not like, I'm not like drunk, you know, but my like sweet work friend and I, who's, um, I guess technically a couple levels above me and like my supervisor, but is the best ever. Um, she and I finally went out for like drinks outside of the office and like, we'll hang out on Fridays in the office and talk about, you know, work and life and shit. But it was the first time we got to like sit down and drink and we had two bottles of Prosecco, which I guess means <laughs> one of those was mine. So Ugh, I love that for you. Thank you. I loved it for me too. Uh, <laughs> did you see um, Ariana posted a tweet the other day that said um, she loves a blood moon or I love a blood moon. And I was like, yeah. oh, yes. Oh yeah. I put it in our story. So of course you did. <laughs> uh, um. I will say that I like left when I leave my apartment, which I haven't today. Um, I feel calmer. Wow, that's a very specific and speedy difference. Yeah, I'm like not as anxious like generally. I was just here. gonna say, does that translate to less anxiety? Except for if I'm in a very specific part of Los Angeles I, where I think I might run into someone, then I am <laughs> oh, crippingly anxious, like very physically anxious, but. Also, in case any of you thought this wasn't going to be still a podcast about Portland, Brooke is entering the world of all Tinder boys are from Portland because all Portland transplants moved to LA and all LA transplants moved to Portland. So welcome. I know. That's like everyone's Australian and um, from Portland. And I'm like, well. Wow. That is a very specific Brooke combination. (laughs) Were those specific uh, Tinder settings or did they just fall into your lap that way? Can you (laughs) please place people who I've slept with I would only like to sleep with people from places I've slept with people from before yes that's the setting and it's all those letters in an acronym that setting doesn't that sentence also didn't make any sense no it made so much sense you okay no I don't I'm gonna try to sense making it (laughs) I'm gonna try to share our screens yes because we're gonna try and watch silently with captions the episode together so now you're going to be able to see she's amazing are you do you see my screen switching oh yes because I can see myself okay so I'm just gonna I'm gonna put this in front of you (laughs) yes um can I make you small Mm -hmm. should I make it me (laughs) yes look at yourself because that brings out the best in everyone when you're just staring at your own face I think well, do we have any other housekeeping we want to do or should we try to shall we try to do this? I think we should just jump in and do it and let's talk more this, after, you know. See you on the other lag. side. See you in 27 Baby. minutes. This is an okay. episode, episode 10, called Boy Interrupted. That's an infused interesting with famous one. movie Girl, Girl Interrupted. Interrupted. Definitely a play on that, I would imagine. Okay. Chattering Not that I have the plot enough to say about it. There is chattering. This is a Stanford-heavy episode just for Brooke. Ugh. I love Stanford. How do you feel about high school reunions? Talk to me, because Carrie is on her way to one. 
Well, oh my God, not, David, not a reunion, David, but it's David Duchovny. I know. Sir um, X Files himself. Speaking of the X Files, um, I watched Sex Education. Have you watched it yet on Netflix? No, but I've heard it's incredible. It's unbelievable. It's so okay, good. Um, I feel it. fine about high school reunions. I think, like, ideally, I would like to be like a level up in success actor wise before I go to my high school reunion. But um, just so I can be like, I'm doing something as opposed to like now, but also like I'm a yoga teacher and that's cool. Well, I guess specifically, cause she says high school reunion, but it's really just her and Jeremy, her high school boyfriend who used to make out in front of her lockers. Oh, my high school boyfriend got, got married, married right? Like very recently. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. this episode is good because of David Duchovny. He pulls off a role that, like, in anyone else's hands potentially could have not been good. <laughs> well, he's not, like, so handsome that no. you're, like, that you don't trust him. But he is no. handsome. He is handsome, but he's also, like, he's one of those people who pulls off both looking like a very handsome a- actor and being a real person. Mm-hmm. Which is a feat, I think. So this is the longest Carrie's been single Yes, and also I'm just gonna say it now. Carrie's hair in this episode is brunette. Awful! It's brunette in the very, back. Very the bad, front. very bad front strand highlights of blonde. Yeah, yeah. Just so we all know. Um, and so basically, she's met up with Jeremy, her high school boyfriend, and they have this very cute reunion in a bar. And he asks, you know, if she's seeing someone. He had a recent breakup, and or divorce, divorce. Unclear. He's no longer with a woman. Yes, he's no longer with a woman. And Carrie is very smitten, honestly, very quickly. Speaking of smitten. Miranda, Blair Underwood is back. And he's like, oh, I didn't expect you to be in in on a Saturday night. Miranda's everywhere are like, ha, ha, ha. I'm a mother. Like, I'm a mother. So he comes to knock down on her door, and she's home, and he knocks down the surprise. He knocks down as her door, <laughs> and he says to her um, that he has these tickets to uh, was the company, the Nets, the team, the Knicks, the Knicks, the, the Knicks duh. not the Brooklyn Nets. That's not, potentially not real. Uh, we don't Nets, even know. The New York Knicks. And he gives her tickets tickets just real fast. He gives her tickets to a game, but weirdly, he gives her two tickets. So it's not like he's not like be there with me because he's going to be working. Right. And so Carrie is with David Duchovny and she's asking why he's going to be on the East Coast. And he is basically telling her that he's like living in Connecticut currently which is why he came into the city to see her but we don't know why he's in Connecticut and he doesn't and he's really like answer her question it. yeah and he's like you know she they get to her apartment and she's like this is my place and he tells her it's nice and she's like I know I love it because of course how could she not it's a 750 apartment yeah on the upper and, east side he tells her he feels like he wants to kiss her but he doesn't know what uh and she's like i know this is all unclear it's not a first date like we've kissed a lot before we've already dated um oh you're getting delivery <laughs> this is fun i have access to brooke's screen and i can see all her texts oh my god 
<laughs> Lauren and I are trying to figure out what to get for dinner, but <laughs> talk to me about Hugo's. <laughs> I've never been to Hugo's. Uh, so many new places to learn, foods to eat, delivery to order. It's a whole big world out there. It's a big, bright, beautiful world, as they say in Shrek the Musical. Oh, God. Thank you for bringing that here. Oh, my God. I meant to post it, but um, hang oh on. Oh, my God. Real quick. So, Brooke, will you tell us about what you watched on the plane? <laughs> oh, my God. You guys, I was on the plane from New York to L.A., and I was, like, sad and, like, emotional, right? And I'm, like, I, I was on JetBlue, and I was, like, they what is... They have an is? amazing TV selection, honestly. I was, like, well, scrolling through, and I got to the Food Network, and it was, like, some sort of cake wars. And I was, like, Always oh. And you guys, I'm not kidding. It was a... Sh- I saw one Shrek cake, and I was, like, why is he making a Shrek cake? And then it was, like, the 15th anniversary Shrek episode. And so it was three rounds of Shrek cakes, and I was just... Shrek kidding. cakes! Including wedding cakes for Shrek and Fiona. A wedding cake for Shrek and Fiona, and then a huge... I can't it was amazing. imagine what could be more of my alley than a Food Network show about Shrek. I was literally just like sitting there laughing my face off. She sent me photos from it on my insistence and they were incredible. Yeah. Okay, David and company talking to Carrie on the street. He's like, we've already dated. What's one more kiss? Or I think actually Carrie says, what's one more kiss? Because they're talking about how, you know, it's not exactly a first. It's not not a first. Whatever. You know, whatever. whatever. Not not a first. And he looks so smitten with her. She's wearing a very 2004, like, stripey wrap, slinky dress. And she does that thing that Carrie does where she, like, pushes her hair back without pushing her hair back. (laughs) (laughs) And then they kiss. It's a good kiss, too. It's a good kiss. You know what? We'll talk about it when we get there, but I we got to talk about Miranda kissing. <laughs> you know, she's bad at kissing. It's so bad, and I want to talk about it because I have a theory, but anyway. He um makes this joke about how it's a lot better without the gear shift sticking up his ass, which implies that, like, he, the, you know, they used to make out in his car. Um, but also, I'm curious, is there a David Duchovny Jeremy equivalent in the Carrie Diaries? Yes, I don't think that his name is Jeremy. The Carrie Diaries has no continuity. Ah, okay, cool. So Samantha is wearing the craziest low-rise of low-rise jeans and a, like, bandage wrap top that would be very in right now. And she, and she runs into someone who's, like, in a bathing suit. Just straight up in a bathing suit. And she's British, and we don't really understand who she is, but she's somebody... And is she, that baby spice? I don't think so. Oh, it is. Oh my God, it's Jerry Horner. <laughs> what is happening? What is she playing? So Baby Spice tells her that she's just come from Soho House at the pool. And then they we cut to for some brunch, bad carry hair, terrible carry hair. It's like that's it's like that skunk coloring almost, you know, that was like very yeah. popular for a while. And Samantha's basically like, this is bullshit. There's a pool four seconds from my house that I can't get into. I've been on the waiting list for so long. God, her life is so hard, you know? I know. And Carrie brings up that she saw her high school sweetheart and that she thinks she might like him. Again, 
And she asks them <laughs> if it's crazy. And Charlotte's like, love, sign me up. like, ooh, a faded high school romance? This fits into my stories. <laughs> I love a fantasy fairy she really, tale. really does. That Charlotte, our girl. And, and Carrie's a little smitten kitten. She honestly is. Like, clearly she had a really good time with Jeremy, our boy. But also, I would argue that maybe Carrie's just a little despy to be in love. That's a hot take. Hot take. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a hot take. My specialty. Harry. I always love. just like love to see what they're eating. I know it's fascinating. And the way that they like to eat or don't eat throughout the, the eating scene. And Charlotte literally Charlotte. jumps to being like, you're marrying him. It's the best thing that's ever happened. Oh, and he's like, he lives in Denver. <laughs> I mean, is that not a stress? I was so excited to get to this point, Brooke. I can't even tell you. I have a boy that lives in Denver who, whenever he texts me, all my friends yell at me to marry. (laughs) Like literally the last, well, no, not even the last time. The time he texted her on New Year's. And literally every single person in the room there saw the three, text and went. Three other people in the room. Just, we all went, just... marry him. <laughs> and the thing is, he would marry you. No, he wouldn't. He doesn't know me. I mean, do you actually believe that? That he doesn't know me? Yes. Oh, that he wouldn't marry you? I oh, believe. I don't know. <laughs> oh, fuck. What a life. Happy anniversary. It's been one year of maybe Ryan, the saga that will not fucking quit. Everyone, welcome. It's done. done. No, I mean, we know it's done, but also just like, let us all. If 2018 brought us anything, it was maybe Ryan. (laughs) A year year ago, I matched on Bumble with a boy named Ryan. (laughs) And um, he may or may not be a real person. And, and he later, may or may not be a real sociopath. I think he's a full-blown psychopath. I mean, what even better as diagnoses go? Why not go full-blown? Full-blown. Anyway, back to the back to the real stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the very real Sex in the City show. Oh, wait. Nope. I'll say it at the end. Just remind me of something to say. Okay. So Carrie is being interrogated on this relationship and Miranda says, why did you and Jeremy break up? And she says she broke up with him because she was young and she was like, there must be better guys out there. And now she's like, turns out there aren't. There are. There have to be. That night, we get an I wonder pretty early here. She goes through her high school yearbook and she's like, since high school, most women I know are dancing club. And David Duchovny in high school's next to his next to his uh, thing, Whitney yep. Houston hit. That's right. Always love you. And she Have basically says, "Yeah, past our ability to, to find true, true love." love. <laughs> yeah. There we are. I haven't read. Like, can you imagine? Can you imagine if we had it right in high school? No. No, fuck no, because that also implies that, oh, I can see how far behind I am on by watching myself on your computer. Wow. It implies that, like, the people you meet in high school are your end-all be-all, too, which I just staunchly refuse to believe. 
my god sorry you guys the the the, the hits keep coming they don't stop coming i just got a hinge notification that says hey a little bummed we never met up but with a smiley face and i don't know who he is so we'll get to that later wait did you delete maybe ryan from your phone because if not it's definitely him no this guy's name is daniel <laughs> oh maybe daniel <laughs> <laughs> Every guy that I match with on Hinge is going to be maybe. <laughs> it's the best because then you'll just scroll down to the M's in your phone and there they'll all be. No, it maybe the maybe comes from if someone oh. texts you and is like, hey, it's Brooke. Then I'll oh, be. No, I mean, I know. I understand that. I just mean, I wish you saved them all on your phone that way. It'd be, it'd be very fun if like just they all became just like maybe even if you met them. Actually, when I was like... When I, the British guy that I could have dated if I just wanted to bad enough, yep. I had him in my phone as maybe his name for a little bit. Well, there you go. So I'm just saying. <laughs> no, but Ryan was saved in my phone for a little bit as Ryan with a question mark. Oh, but also, I, also Apple, if you have an iPhone, it sorts them by last name anyway. So the maybe would get lost. It would all be, they would be sorted by their first names anyway. Dumb. Okay. So let's go back to anyway, Samantha. Anyway, what's she doing? Hey Samantha. Guys, I'm excited for the be a podcast that's not about Sex in the City and just about Bridget catching up once a week. <laughs> so Samantha tries to con her way in, basically, and the woman behind it's the like counter the at Soho, Soho house. house is like, yeah, that's not how any <laughs> is of it this Soho works. House? It, Actually, it literally is, yeah. I was literally just like, this Soho House-like place. No, it's the Soho House. It is. The woman behind the counter is like, that's not how any of this works. And Samantha asks her if she can use the bathroom. Basically, Samantha goes down the hall, uses the bathroom. And when she comes out and washes her hands, she's about to leave. And the attendant is like, oh, miss, you left your card, meaning her, like, member card, Uh on, on the sink. And so she's like, oh, yes, I did. And she walks out with it. And then the next thing we see, Samantha has truly successfully scammed her way into the pool. And she's like floating around happily. What a good very Yeah, very like celebutant name. There she is. She's wearing like a lace-up one piece way ahead of her time. And she's just like in a in a pool wrapped. Everyone keeps referring to her as Mrs. Bronstein, and she's like, "Please call me Annabelle." But she's only paying in cash, so that Annabelle Bronstein doesn't get any charges on her credit card. So smart. I love. So we get some crazy outfits on Stanford this okay, season. But also, this place, this restaurant, is so good. Is this um? Where is that again? Remind me, because I think I've it's been like here. It's like in Chelsea. I think we've I been think- there. This is like Kylie, one of Kylie's favorite restaurants. Yeah, they I have think- mac and cheese spring rolls that are to die for. Oh, of course, of course. So Stanford is there with his boyfriend Marcus, the Rocket, and Charlotte is there at a separate table with Anthony. Anthony, and so and Stanford, Stanford like, describes the. Prove a point. So he describes the plot of the Broadway musical The Prom. <laughs> Literally. 
So I laughed so hard at this episode. So basically he and Marcos are going to a like queer prom that's being hosted because he never really got to enjoy his high school one. And Charlotte uh, makes sure that she tells everybody that she was the prom queen. Because of course she does. She does it in this like self-sacrificing, like everyone's about to fight. So I have to say something way, but it's, she just wants everyone to know. And Anthony is like so unimpressed and he's like, uh, hello, there should be escorts at this prom because did you know Marcos used to be an it's escort? Marcus. It's Marcus. Ugh, with the I like Marcos. Fuck me. Marcus. Mar- it's like Narcos, but not. Um, Marcus. Used to be he- a prostitute. Anthony pulls out an old back pages and is like, look, he used to go by Paul and he shows this old ad to Charlotte that's Marcus. What are the back pages? So part of the reason that that term has become colloquialized is because it, it became a thing on the internet that was actually shut down recently, but the internet was shut down. No, no, just the government. Ha ha. Uh, Ha 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 ha. Um, no back page on the internet. was because it became like a, I think I'm pretty sure it became a way for like escorts and people of that ilk to like find clients, but basically back pages, like I think like, um, what is it called? Fuck. What is it called when you like miss someone and you like put an ad in the paper and you're like, if you were in this coffee shop at this time and a blue connections. Yes. So it's that, but like the stuff you would want on the back page. So they used to be printed in newspapers on the back page. Kind of like classifieds, essentially, but like looking for whatever manner of potentially illicit stuff. And then yeah. it turned into that on the internet. That's all. Cool. So thank you for that little history lesson. Oh, welcome. I'm sure it was wrong. So thanks for <laughs> attending these classes, everyone. <laughs> Don't sue me. Um, straight, to, straight to suing. This is an interesting friendship pairing because Charlotte has gone Brings- with Miranda to the Knicks game. Yeah. We don't see a lot of this, like, ever. No, because they're very different. They're the extremes. But they're both also, like, dressed up very fancily for a sports game, which is funny to me. And Miranda's, like, staring lovingly as Blair Underwood, like, wraps an ankle. He's doing good work as the team doctor. And then, of course, and he, like, waves at Miranda, and he's really happy she's there. They also, let's be clear, have courtside seats like these are nice ass seats and that's what charlotte points out to miranda she's like uh he's clearly into you because these seats are amazing they're too good to be casual and miranda is like feeling very confident until it's halftime and a bunch of dancers come out and there's one in particular who like leads the whole squad and she's very hot and she clearly clearly is into blair underwood and fucking Charlotte's like, did I tell you I was a cheerleader in high school? And it's like, Charlotte, we get it. You loved high school. I know. And Miranda's also like, no, I had no idea, which is also funny. Because just like, what have you all talked about? Oh, last I decade? love a good pony. I know. They're really, these dancers are putting their, I would have loved to see the dance call for this audition. They're putting their everything into it. Yeah. And Blair Underwood is not not into it. And and the lead dancer, like I said, the 
blonde one keeps making like significant eye contact with him and Miranda's watching it and is very um threatened by it I think would be a fair term the song's also rolling on the river which makes me laugh it is very funny and Blair can't take his eyes off very into her like Miranda's not imagining things no it's very comedic Yes, it is. I mean, also, like, credit to these girls because they are just dancing their asses off. <laughs> like, she's a baby. That She's young. What is she doing? She doesn't know. We don't know. Two so hours we- later, the game ended and Miranda felt like a loser. Charlotte looks cute, honestly. She's she really a midget. Yeah. Oh, look at how he's, she's talking. I hate her. I hate that mixed into. I hate her. <laughs> So Charlotte <laughs> is like trying to convince Miranda to go over and say hi. And Miranda's like, okay, but look, he's talking to hot blonde, terrible Nick's dancer. And he does look very into this tiny blonde woman. Although she's being so obnoxious and doing this like arms around him, big hug, arm touch thing. Miranda is really like, good at bowing out of something. She does it often and I love it. And so David Duchovny and Carrie are making out come over and make out which is very high school I love making out god same I miss it and he's like listen I I should leave the last train leaves in a half an hour and she's like you should stay over nothing's stopping us from going all the way this time and it's it's very cute in high school and like he's clearly into it um and he she tells him her his mother won't walk in with laundry and he's so charmed by her and they have cute kisses and he's like okay listen I gotta come clean about something and he tells her that the reason that he's on the east coast is because he is living in Connecticut at a mental institution essentially mm-hmm. um which is my first instinct was like oh oh because he's a sex addict right I think so I don't remember exactly I watched part of this distractedly, so we're going to find it out again for the second time. He tells her he's in a mental institution. And Carrie's like, oh, that's the worst thing you can possibly hear. In a voiceover. In a (laughs) voiceover. Right, 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 right. She doesn't say it to him. But it's still largely credit to David Duchovny. But it's also, it's like kind of grit your teeth through a lot of this. You're just like, why did we go here? He says it's not really a mental institution. It's a therapeutic community. Obviously, it's not, he's not committed to a mental institution. He wouldn't be able to leave to go to New York. Right. He wouldn't be, like, in New York spending time with her. Also, so, like, they're, now they're all at the Soho they're House. All not at the only pool. just the four of them, but also Stanford. Which means that Carrie has used this card to get four extra guests in, which is Samantha. Yes. Oops. Yep. Samantha. That's who we're talking about. Well, uh, technically... Annabelle Bornstein. That's right. And Carrie is talking about how he's in a mental institution. And she's like, listen, you don't know what fun things people are ever going to reveal to you when you're dating them. And Stanford walks his way right into a cutesy little trap and is like, listen, you just have to be honest. I and Marcus know everything there is to know about each other. And he like dives into the pool. And Charlotte is like, hmm. Not everything. I don't think he knows everything. And they, she shows them the ad. They all pass also, it down. Charlotte's giving me Princess Leia realness. I know. Her Her suit is also objectively the cutest. Yeah, it's got a lot of And also very on. much back in, back in style, I would say. Um, she shows them the Paul 
escorts. Come see, come see, come saw. Isn't it so funny? C-U-M, of course, but come see, come saw is the title of the ad. And Samantha grabs it and, of course, loudly says Marcus's name as Stanford pops out of the pool. And he's like, uh, what are you doing? And her friends are all like, you did it. And Stanford's like, please show me the thing you just hid behind your back. And is, of course, very upset when he sees and he's like, wow, I guess I didn't know as much as I thought I did. It's pretty sad, honestly. Yeah, it's it is funny, though, because he goes, where did this come from? And Samantha goes, I got it from Carrie. And Carrie goes, I got it from Miranda. And Miranda goes, I got it from Charlotte. And Charlotte goes, I got it from Anthony, which is, of course, also the last thing that Sanford wants to hear because he has such a complex about Anthony from when Anthony like was so uninterested in him when Charlotte tried to set them up. <laughs> Charlotte was a cheerleader for love, but like the Knicks, her team was having a bad season. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and like, Stanford starts spiraling. You think you know somebody. And then a worker from the club comes over and he's like, um, sorry, which one of you is Annabelle Borstein? And Samantha's like, me. And he's like, no, you aren't because she's in London this week. And he, she's like, uh, yes, I am. And he's like, well, also she's British. And then Samantha starts speaking in a British accent. And he's like, <laughs> uh, mm, uh, this, uh. It's so it, funny. <laughs> she starts calling him dear sir. It's very cute. Also, Miranda needs amazing. She does, but also crazy. She has some matrix-ass sunglasses on. She needs some better stylists. No, I like them. Uh, also, I will say, though, that Samantha looks amazing. She's wearing this, like, she deep... Does. She just, like, pulls off a deep V better than anyone. She does. Do She's wearing this, like, neck covering over top. To be treated mm-hmm. like this. And he's like, yeah, you don't pay anything because you're not the person with the membership. <sighs> Uh, credit <laughs> Charlotte's like hiding under a bucket hat because they all love bucket hats and they all kind of they all get up and skedaddle away while this guy interrogates her credit some to She's Samantha like I guess really she leans in. I know she's like trying to whip out all the slang and anyway well, she's tries- also British and he's like basically your accent is wrong because you're not from, you're not from, we're from the, the same place yeah and she's like okay that's true i was raised in india that's how she says it it's so funny and the rest of them are now hiding out by the bar like truly trying to escape today annabelle bronstein had multiple personalities and two accents so samantha collects her stuff and they go and they leave carrie's hat on no 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 stanford's someone's hat is left and and Blair Underwood, I totally don't know his character's name. He's like, where'd you go after the game? Like or something. Because they're in a locker room somewhere together. Oh, no, getting mail, mail, getting mail. And he's like, hey, Miranda, you ran off after the game. And she's like, oh, yeah, you were talking to that girl. What girl? Some cheerleader. And he's like, oh. And to her credit, Miranda's like, yeah, to her. And he's like, nope, I'm into someone else. And she looks at him and he's like, you which is just like look no, at this refreshing sure. adult conversation uh, uh, it's so sweet when someone likes you what's that like i know i'm so curious about where this goes though given the time constraints and he's like it i don't know how i could make it any clearer and then he kisses her and miranda is like stiff as a fucking board barely kisses him back and here's the thing of course cynthia nixon doesn't want to kiss boys 
but she's a good actor <laughs> she is but i think the chemistry feels really different and i think this is her achilles heel because we have yet to see maybe we've seen what one natural looking miranda makeout session that is the most uncomfortable looking thing i've ever seen maybe she's just a bad kisser maybe maybe David Duchovny, Jeremy, shows up at Carrie's door with a bag of marbles, and she's in, like, a very 2000s sweatshirt velour dress. dress. Yeah. And he's like, look, these are my marbles, and I want you to hold on to them in case I lose any more. And he says, listen, I haven't exactly worked out how to tell people yet, you know? So, like, he, he, you know, makes a joke about introducing himself, like, hi, I'm crazy, and she's very still clearly smitten with him, honestly. She's not, yeah. she's not a, a like down and out as much as her dialogue would have suggested with her friends. Yeah, well, that's true for a lot of Carrie stuff. He tells her it's like the place he's staying in Connecticut is like Canyon Ranch for the brain. And I was going to look up Canyon Ranch because I think it's like a, it's a health and wellness resort. Yes, and it's been around for a while. That's what I thought. So it's just like he's telling her it's basically like a spa, you know. And he like makes a joke about blaming his parents and Carrie jokes along and he says, I figured I could be the next five to six years in therapy or I could spend, you know, some intensive time there and just like work this all out. And Carrie and says, like you make very a mature. Yeah. And you know what? For someone who says he doesn't have his rap worked out, like he's done a really good job of explaining himself and David Duchovny is an excellent actor, so he's like, you know, I don't eternally be known as the nutcase you dated in high school. And she says, "How about my high school boyfriend, who was the best kisser ever?" And he thinks he could live with that because, of course, he could. And he says, "You're not bad yourself, you know." And then he comes in and kisses her. That and they night, have- we went all the way, and we weren't the only ones. The sex is so weird. It's so weird. So there's more rolling on a river is played, but it's Miranda riding the doctor very awkwardly. It does not look comfortable or fun, honestly. No, Stanford looks amazing. Stanford is wearing violet purple pants, a floral violet print shirt, a a wide yellow tie, and he is smoking wherever he is. I don't know. They're somewhere. And he's basically like... Why did Marcus not tell me this? Because if it's not happening anymore, then it shouldn't be something not to tell me. But, you know, he's he's spiraling. He is. And he is like, the really the really hard thing for me is the secret part of it, which, whoo, can relate, you know? Mm-hmm. And he says, so we broke up. And Carrie's like, kind of taken aback because Stanford has been like, so enamored with Marcus for so long. For but seasons. I also fully get it you're right honestly it's been years almost at this point they have a place in the hamptons don't they or at least stanford does uh yeah they do and so now he doesn't have a date to the prom and he's like carrie please and she's like i can't go tomorrow night i'm so sorry yeah stanford is like oh you slept with your high school boyfriend didn't you and he's like that's where it all starts you can't sleep with someone and then she's like sleeping sleeping together and he makes a joke about okay carrie is visiting david so they're so they're in the green they're at a picnic and they're talking about how there's hiking and carrie this is a very like lily she's like i don't hike (laughs) cute 
And David Duchovny is like, you know what? I've learned something crazy. Hiking is walking. <laughs> and Carrie laughs. And, and she's like, ooh, maybe this place should be mandatory for every New Yorker. And as she's singing that, a, another patient runs out being like, feces, 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 and has to be yeah. tackled by a bunch of orderlies. Oh, my God. He, like, does, like, a, he's, like, a, yeah. He does, it, some, he, he, like, does a full, like, judo move up onto his feet. It's really kooky. Also, Canyon I'm, like, again, Ranch what was the casting call? Canyon Ranch feels, like, more like a yoga retreat, and this is, like, an actual psychiatric facility, which is what David Duchovny explains. But they've yes. got Pilates. Right. They do have Pilates in this place, but it's not a health and wellness spa retreat. And he's she she tells him he's the sanest person there. And he's like, well, thank you. I just wish it wasn't, you know, I wish I hadn't started something while I was still in here. And he says, maybe when I get out in eight to ten months. And Carrie is like, oh, whoa, 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 what? That's a long time. It is a long time. It's almost a year. And he's like, well, my doctor thinks I still have a lot of work to do. And I also kind of like it here. And I like that everybody's craziness is out in the open, which I can fully respect. Carrie's like, also, watch her necklace because it changes positions in every shot of this. It's like she has one of the necklaces that's like a slide through charm. And at some points, it's like all the way down and very back up. It's (laughs) fun to watch. He tells her that like they're in very different places, places, which is super mature and true and carrie voiceover is that ironically this was the sanest breakup she's ever had ironic because he's not sane <laughs> yeah and then carrie goes to the i wonder prom. if that's lady bunny it might be I'm yes amazing it Holy is shit. lady bunny look at you wow also what a that's- career love lady bunny and carrie and stanford are probably he's literally wearing a he's wearing a vision and he's in a vision in aqua blue i'm gonna scream yes. this is literally the prom this is literally the prom the brother school the prom yep he's dressed to the nines ruffle shirt powder blue tux all of it's beautiful i don't really understand why carrie's the queen but like we'll go with it it's and just her date. isn't that how it works i don't know not always because then it would just be like the queen just automatically chooses the king you know normally they're voted on separately lady bunny looks amazing I know it's, but it's also like the evolution of drag is incredible, even in just the last 20 years. Yeah. So they're dancing together and they have a really sweet time. And Stanford's like, thanks for coming. And Carrie's like, oh, I'm so happy to be back with the normal people as some drag queens dance by. Very funny. This is offensive. Ha ha ha. Ha 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 ha. They're not normal. And she's like, after everything I've been through, I might end up with my high school boyfriend in eight to 10 months. And as they're dancing, Marcus slides up and he's like, hey, can I cut in? Um, Carrie doesn't think that her, her romance will end in a high school boyfriend. Let's be clear. She says that's Stanford. Yeah. But then as they're dancing, Marcus slides up and Carrie is right in the middle as Marcus is like, hey, you didn't even give me a chance to explain, you know, like I miss you. What's happening Good for Marcus? I know. I love Marcus. And Carrie's like, oop, a doop, a doop, doop, a doop. Because first Stanford spins them away. And so Marcus just starts dancing with them on the other side of Carrie. And she's stuck in the middle with her weird skunk hair. And then she's like, her weird skunk hair. It's very awkward. I am gonna get some punch. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly how she says it. (laughs) 
<laughs> and she leaves. And Marcus and Stanford like have a really sweet moment where Marcus kind of comes clean and Stanford kind of, you know, forgives him and gets over himself a little bit. And they dance. He says, just tell me one thing. Did you ever sleep with Anthony? And Marcus is like, fucking never, man. And that's <laughs> that, all that he matters. Says that, little, that little bitchy pine nut, Anthony. <laughs> and Marcus, who looks like he's been sculpted out of clay, says, no, God, no. And Stanford, like, leans his head against his chest. And it's so sweet. Because really, that's what the insecurity, I think, was about. It wasn't so much. I mean, it was the secret. But also, it was that it came from Anthony who he has such weird insecurities about and it played right into those that's very nice and that's that's the episode is there more um carrie is like so carrie watches stanford and him dancing and she's dancing but then she says to herself um as the music plays and she she's in a cutie like prom dress it's really like like it did in high school but Real love is out there. Like, yeah. Carrie. And it's good to remember that. Anything. So we took a trip back to 16 Candles Land and learned nothing. In New York, anything is possible. Nothing. Okay, so Bridget, who did you resonate with? Oh, wow. Let me say, Stanford. (laughs) (laughs) A lot. Um, But with good reason. Uh, not really Samantha, although I have, let me put it this way. I felt like a Samantha a lot of times in my life, not with nearly the shamelessness, but where I have like, by virtue of being friends with really cool, generous people gotten to do a lot of cool, exciting things, but never felt like they were my cool, exciting things. You know, I always felt like I was using someone else's member card, if you will. Uh, yeah. Miranda I mean I feel like this episode is a little bit about insecurity a little bit about also David Duchovny (laughs) let's talk about dealing with our mental illnesses everyone it's a it's a hard journey and like he does a really good job of making this episode redeemable because like the point of it isn't really about that at all and he kind of like makes it yeah much better than it could be shall we say yeah how about you I resonated with um with Carrie a little bit? Yeah. Wait, I forget why. Not really. I don't know. Miranda. Carrie Miranda. Has an interesting path this time. Miranda, I would say. Miranda. Just because, yeah. like, oh my like, God, assuming, assuming that someone doesn't like you just because they're talking to someone else and, like, Ugh. just, like, all those insecurities is, like, very palpable and present in me. And that's it. Yeah. Um, Probability, I feel like it wouldn't be so probable these days. I feel like no. we, the way that people, like, I feel like it would just be handled super differently. Like, yes. I just feel like the, the mental illness of it say, all. Yes, like, definitely. But also, like, this feels like one of those episodes that I don't even want to get into the specifics of why or how, but just, like, inherently social media would change a lot of these situations. Yeah, but that, yeah, we, we sort of just, like, that's true for every episode. But I mean, in more specific ways in this one, like in a lot of really specific ways, like I think down to the Marcus storyline would have happened like, yeah. differently with social media, you know, and it, it just, mm-hmm. it would affect every part of this, I think. Um, the Miranda storyline probably holds in yeah. generally um, yeah. in this episode. 
Charlotte's just along for the ride. We don't even see anything there. The Samantha story I probably wouldn't hold. It would just be, there's like photos and says, but if there would be some version of trying to get into yes. the sewing house. Like, definitely, definitely that. Something definitely like that. that. And the, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, at ploppability, that's what we're talking about. Um, so that's it. That's the episode. Oh my God. Oh, wait, wait. On a scale of one to 10 Darren stars. Oh, I'm going to say like four. Five, four, because it was pretty negligible. It, yeah. it wasn't a, like, bad episode, you know, but it was just kind of, like, in the scale of importance, especially in this season, which has been kind of bringing it a little harder. Totally. Kind of like, meh. Um, that's it. What is your delties, upsies, delties, downsies? Oh, man. Oh, wait. First, I want to say, you know how a while back I started collecting um, TV shows that Sex and the City was mentioned on? Oh, yeah. It happened on Shit's Creek today. Oh, yes. Um, love that. This is related, but tangential. Also related to my <laughs> new and very deep obsession with uh, Veronica Mars. And there is a a quote I wrote down. Um, fuck. Oh, so Keith, her dad, comes into her room at one point. I think in, I'm pretty sure it's in season three. And he says, hey, you know, you're missing that show where women have sex in an urban setting. <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot I, t- I had taken that note a few weeks ago. But just like the, the, the that just makes me so happy. Um, my delty upsies downs. Um, my my delta up is. This is like kind of a crazy week at work, as I said earlier, but we got through it and I felt really like genuinely helpful and important. Um, and I don't know, I just this this for the first week and it like, I don't know, uh, a few weeks, I would say I this week felt like pretty even keeled for a lot of reasons. So I'm just grateful for that. Like any week of like normalcy is is good. Um, mm-hmm. My delta down is. That you are not here and um, also just like the general sometimes really deep and wide and hard growing pains of like relationships and people and reality and life and, (laughs) (laughs) you know, (laughs) you know, you, my sweet. My Delta up is that it has not been. It has been like a solid 65 to 75 degrees and sunny every single day that Uh, I've been here. Um, And it just is stunning. And I love driving. Um, I miss driving. I'm envious of that for sure. And Trader Joe's is empty all the time. Target Uh, is empty. It's uh, just like a beautiful, I'm just like, I'm happy to be here. Um, My Delta Down is that I miss everybody a lot. I had like a moment on Sunday where I like cried and then I almost threw up and then I passed out. Oh, not like I, I didn't, I didn't faint. I just, I just like, yeah, I just cried. Yeah. And then slept. Yeah. But yeah. still that's pretty intense. Yeah. And also the like reality and what you just said is true for me too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Is that, is that it? I think it might be. I, I think this, we did I it. Worked. Too, I guess we're gonna find out. I guess you um, all are gonna find out. Bridget, if I wanted to find you on social media, how could I do that? You can't. Okay. Um, Hi, everyone. <laughs> I am on Twitter at Mrs. Burmacklin. I am 
on Instagram at Bridget M37 <laughs> and Snapchat. Find me. <laughs> Brooke, you. I'm up? on Talk Twitter, Twitter at Brooke underscore Wiseman. I'm on Instagram at Brooke Wiseman, no underscore. And I'm on Snapchat at Brooke Monster 9. <laughs> Collectively, we are, we are at, at Splat, Splat Podcast. Podcast. On Twitter, Instagram, and at gmail.com. Please rate, review, subscribe. Give us five out of five Darren stars. We so much love and appreciate you guys. And are glad to be bringing you this from now both New York, the city of Sex and the City, and Los Angeles, the city of angels. I'm going to stop recording now. Bye.